I'm so excited to be back after a long weekend in Canada. We had Monday off. So here I am on Wednesday, and we're going to get everything back on track here. Today we're going to talk about the missing, the critical missing element of user feedback for growth. A lot of people miss this. That's what we're going to talk about. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. Last week, I kind of got into an argument with a group of people about a topic that's I'm very passionate about. If you start to know me, you'll see that I'm passionate about a lot of things. This one is surveys. Uh, I think I've done a podcast on this before, but I read a lot of surveys, but I don't do many surveys. I try and do them minimally so that I get great response, like a high level of response, but then I read every single one of them and try and respond as I can with organizational changes. I always do this. Uh, and it's it's been a key to the success, especially a lot of the growth metrics that we, I've been able to obtain in the organizations I've worked at. The most important thing is I can speak on behalf of the community. You get people to say, ah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. All of those connections that you can make by knowing what people's responses are, are priceless. Now, when I started, I thought that was the most important thing for growth. I I did surveys a lot um, at my university job. I probably read somewhere in the neighborhood of 5,000 survey responses. I'd spend a couple days a week after a big survey, and I would just read responses and just let the themes soak in. Because they're giving you their feedback, but they don't know the operations. So my job is to, to merge the two. And I always kind of love that synergy, but it took a lot of work. I loved it, so I enjoyed doing it. But after a while, I started to notice something that kind of made me think that the approach with just using feedback is incorrect. Um, And I'll kind of go back to the conversation that happened last week that I really wanted to talk about. And, and that is, you know, surveys, you, you want all this engagement feedback, and that's how you make all your decisions for the organization. My answer is, that is not how you make your decisions for your organization. That is how you understand your community. There's a big difference here. You don't let your survey feedback help you make decisions. It helps you connect with your community. It gives you the mindset of your community. It gives you what people think and feel, what they're passionate about. And no offense to people who fill out surveys, including myself, because I fill out a lot of surveys, but you actually don't know what you're answering. Like You know what your opinion is, but you don't know the organization that you're answering it for. So that's why I think senior leaders need to read surveys. They really need to read surveys, which is more important, in my opinion, than dealing with every single person that comes through the door. It's reading surveys. Um, I guess you could say it's also important to show up when people don't know who you are and just listen to the community because it's a very similar thing. But your goal isn't to use that to make decisions. It's to use that to understand your client, 
So many people get this wrong. They'll say, oh, everybody told me they need this. And then they go and do it. I think governments do this all the time. Large organizations do this all the time. The truth is, they're saying one thing, but is that always what they're doing? This hit me several years ago. I was reading a market forecast for cars. So again, I connect bizarre, bizarre things to each other. But I was reading a market report on cars. And the fastest, and I had just finished actually reading a thing on environmental changes and environmental destruction and how everyone wants to improve the environment. So you have to realize the mindset I, and, and at this time I was still reading surveys, so I was still doing what I like to do and learning, getting my opinion from the community. But then I was like, wow, the community really cares about environmentalism. Um, and that's something I, I am pretty passionate about. I'm an ecotourism graduate, so you learn a lot about the environmental movement and the value of it. But I just finished reading this article about how everyone wants to save the environment. Then I switched to a car article to just kind of learn about the auto industry because I always like just learning different topics. I find there's bizarre connections and I learn a lot from it. So I'm reading all about the auto industry, the most successful trends, what's going on. And guess what kind of vehicle was the fastest growing vehicle at that time? It's those big SUVs. One of the highest mileage categories, the highest gas consumption categories, uh, was the fastest growing. Meanwhile, on the other hand, we have everyone saying that we got to take care of our environment. Do you see what's going on there? This is what happens all the time. All the time across our entire society, people talk about income inequality. And then and then you point out, like anybody, I, th I can't remember what the number is, but you don't need to make that much to be globally in the top 1%, 2%. If you talk, take the billions of people in the world, you don't need much money to be in the top 1%. And you you tell people, okay, so I agree with that, but now try and... What are you going to do? Are you going to share your wealth with somebody else? No, I earned this. Oh, okay. But we want to talk about income. Yeah, I want to talk about income uh, equality and how to how to balance all this out. Do you want to do you want to balance it out by giving some? No, you know, you, it's another tactic that I've learned with uh, university students because they're commonly taught the same concept of trying to get their pay fair. And uh, when you put them into staffing decisions, they're going to say, well, everyone should get paid the same. I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, does everyone get the same grades? And people say, oh, no, but these people work harder and these people don't. And I was like, well, you know, in some cases, that's the case. And if you can connect it to something that they relate to and you say, hey, share your grades with your people who don't get as good of grades, they get really offended. But then they finally make that connection. So we have... People basically all the time contradicting themselves with their behavior. And this leads us to the, the, the missing element that I think a lot of people who read surveys like me that love to read surveys are missing. And that is what are people doing? Not what are they saying, but what are they doing? And not our, what are the fringes doing, what are the general populations doing? 
And this comes into statistics and data. I actually have pages and pages and pages of stats and data with my old role. I studied it all the time. And I'm building it again with this job when it's the time's right. Right now, it's not the time. We're just trying to build the foundations for like a brand new hundred and some year old organization because we went through this merger and we're all new team and everything. So we got a long ways to go. But what you have to do is you have to merge your survey feedback with the data. What are people doing? Because if you look at the society and you go and walk around a parking lot and it's full of SUVs and trucks and the whole world's worried about the environment, it's pretty clear we're not doing what we're saying. So your job is to kind of merge those two because you have a higher degree of understanding of your organization if you're a leader. And if you want to have a great understanding of an organization, the best thing you can do is learn how to merge your data with your user responses. By doing that, you're going to be able to relate to people and then you use that to analyze where they're walking with what you understand of them. If you can put those two together, you have the magical formula for growth. That is the simple, I don't think it's as complicated as it's, um, it's been made out to be. But if you can learn to merge those, so you fully understand the people, you fully understand what they're doing, you will start to see trends that cross both of them. And that's where you want to focus. That's where your fastest way for success is. It's your best way to connect to the community. And it's the best way to give them what they want. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com. 